How you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome along to another edition of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Mill. He's Ewan Cameron. How you doing, Ewan? You all right? Not too bad, but um, well, I say that. I'm raging after yesterday's uh, result at Easter Road. I'm sure we'll touch on that in a second. It was quite funny. Well, um, it wasn't. Because I didn't see it. Um, I was actually out. So I was just relying on like goal updates on my phone. And uh, to see that Martin Boyle, a man who you said would not sign for Hibs no. just about two weeks ago. Because he's better than Hibs. But he, he, he did and he, he has. And uh, he scored in the 95th minute. So and see, when he it? scored in the 95th minute, yeah. I made such a noise and said a few things that scared my Doug, who then went crazy, yeah. scared my wife, who ran down the stairs and thought something had happened in the living room. And it was just me going absolutely berserk at Martin Boyle scoring an equaliser with the last kick of the game. And what have you changed your Twitter profile to? You a picture of Martin Boyle because I lost a bet with uh, the Hibs Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for a week, I've got Martin Boyle as my profile picture. I very nearly changed it to a profile picture of um, our guest today, but um, he's way too good looking. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get to our guest in just a wee second. But lots of stuff to chat about. Uh, all the action in the SBFL. We'll check on if Scottish football were royalty. We'll set up a next one for next week. And we've got another guest on the show as well. Sky Sports pundit and former Manchester City defender Micah Richards. It's going to be on the show a little bit later on. You might have heard the wee clip. We actually did it last week. But we have a guest live in the studio. If you're following us at Big Football Scott, you'll have seen our little teaser that we put out last night. Uh, some of the guesses that came in for who it is. It was uh, basically, it was a blanked out face and it was somebody holding a ranger strip up with 12 on the back. Yes. Um, Lots and lots of suggestions coming in. Is it Henrik Larson? No. Um, <laughs> is it Russell Latipi? Uh, <laughs> Marvin Andrews. It's not Marvin Andrews because he wore number five, of course, <laughs> very famously. It's not Gaza. Uh, it's not Martin Boyle because no. he's just signed for Hibs, you and he's hasn't just signed he? for Hibs, yes. Yeah, yesterday. You, yeah, you uh, yeah. It's just a running theme, this, is it? It will be, yes. Is it Richard Gordon? No. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, Elhaz Duf. Um, Jean-Pierre Fanfan remember him they <laughs> yes. played with Rangers as well it's none of them we're delighted to say that Richard Foster has joined us for today's show how you doing Richard you alright? I'm good thanks how are you guys? thanks very much for coming in uh, yeah so basically I'm probably the worst player you've not read out there <laughs> uh, well I was trying to be kind to you come on uh, so listen former Aberdeen St Johnston Ross County Bristol City as well and we were just talking off air there not former Scotland player no and you're pretty good about that, to be honest I am, with you. Yes. Why? Why? Because I actually thought you were a decent fullback at some point in your career. I've, I've flirted with that a couple of times, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to, to have a cap. I wanted to play for my country. Um, you got under what twenties, under twenty one, under twenty ones, and I was in one squad with uh, Craig Levine. But um, a glorious time for Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never got on the pitch. Exactly. I also missed out in the Bertie Volks era as well. So oh, how bad must you have been if you didn't get a cap with Bertie Volks? Because everybody in their oh, granny got no, a cap. I was, I was quite yeah. young at that point. How so. old would you have been around the Bertie? 
votes time? Uh, I'd have probably been 15, 16. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Right, I'll give it To be fair, that wouldn't necessarily rule you out. Again. No. I can't buy Barry <laughs> Vokes, to be fair. So, uh, listen, we'll chat a wee bit later on about your career, all that stuff as well. Lots of fun to be had. Uh, let's go back and talk about the weekend, though, and we'll probably start with Edinburgh Derby because it's funny. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it really finish, is, it? <laughs> <laughs> finished yesterday, 1-1 uh, between Hibs and Hearts, and it all got off to a decent start, you and Lee Shankland. I, I thought Hearts were sensational yesterday. I mean, honestly, I mean, we should have been three, four, five up. But do you know what? Fair play to him. See, when there's only one goal in it, you're always going to get a half chance. And I thought that half chance was uh, from Rocky Bashiri when he put the header over the bar. And I thought, right, that was their big chance. They've missed it. There's a minute to go. And then Martin Boyle, who had been a wee thorn on our side as the second half was going on. And then see when Johan makes that run into the box, I was already on my knees going, no, 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 no. And the cutback was brilliant. And it goes through Craig Gordon's legs. And he's just like, oh, nightmare. And I didn't even watch the celebration. I just turned the telly off and screamed the house down. But fair play to Hibs. Good fight back, 1-1. One, one. They didn't deserve it, but hey, if you don't put your chances away, you don't get the three points. Richard, is there a worse feeling in the world if you're on the pitch and you're leading in the 95th minute and a team equalises? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the flip side, there's not a better feeling. That's true, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's, it's horrible. I mean, the Hearts players will walk away thinking, oh, we've lost that. You know, yeah. the point will be insignificant. Um, yeah, it would have been, it would have felt, it would have felt pretty horrible. Is, is it like players. punching walls in the dressing room after a game like that? Is it, is it one of those kind of oh, like if you're rich or just Partick Thistle fans after the game <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I couldn't get close enough to him <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky <laughs> no you were looking for somebody to come and grab you so it made you look harder than you actually are hunt me back hunt, hunt me back hunt me back there was, there, was there was a scary point where I thought Damn, I'm I'm actually going to get close to him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody jump in, please! <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, right, anyway, finish one one there. Uh, also, we'll just stick with yesterday because uh, intern Callum, uh, who's our producer on the show, he's a Dundee United fan. What was the score yesterday? It's executive producer Callum, and it was one nil Livingston. By the way, I think Livingston are going to have a decent season. I know you hate Livingston, and you've got an anti-West Lothian agenda on this show, um, but I think they're going to finish top six. I think have, haven't they got fun. a great shopping mall in Livingston? <laughs> shopping I don't know. You've never been? No, oh, you don't know what you're missing, mate. <laughs> You've never been to Almondville? I've been to the stadium. I've never been to the shopping centre. Right. Just over the back. See, for once, I'm actually going to back you up. It's a great shopping centre. <laughs> so it's good. a really good discount. <laughs> see, see, it's, see, not, it's, see. it's not really something I do quite often. You know, is it... Scour Scotland more of an ASOS man yeah, exactly. I'm more of a just so like my, my wife should do my shopping <laughs> you're telling me that your wife does your clothes shopping yes primarily so yeah. did she put you in that today no I picked the outfits oh she, you picked she, 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 she doesn't she lay out the clothes them. or anything no. what's wrong with my outfit You've got an All Saints t-shirt on, you've got <laughs> some leggings on and some trainers <laughs> not just some trainers they're Nikes the Nike Jordans are they yeah who do you think you're 12 who do, you think who, who do I think I'm 12? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, you. Is that the sequel to Stranger Things? I've been here for weeks, so I have to make you sound half decent. Right. Right, but, but listen, you're the intern Callum. I'm the star of the show. If I want something edited, you edit it out, mate. 
what I'll do is I'll say okay and then just leave it in <laughs> by the way this is deflecting for the fact that um, Calm Sports Dundee United and they got beat yesterday that's true, that's so true. Exactly. I expected Dundee United to win that game yesterday on a high after the European exploits but could it be that their mind was on what's coming next with AZ Alkmaar exactly uh, Richie you played for Aberdeen in Europe obviously Rangers in Europe as well um, is, there, is that sort of like Sunday game if you've had a big high during the week is there a wee bit of a hangover on the Sunday yeah there is um, it's just difficult you know you're a professional football player you're doing your job but you've been you've been in Europe you've you're done the United you've got a massive result you know beating AZ Dalkmar and then you come back and it's you know it's, a, it's just tough to get yourself up for it I know that sounds ridiculous and mm. fans will be raging at that but just emotionally you you go from being so high you then get the come down of that and suddenly you pick yourself up for another game with and you know next week you've got the second leg of that game that could you know kind of be so good for Dundee United. And, you, and you want to play in it as well. So yeah, of course you do. Yeah. So it's it's so Livingston. So Livingston at three to one yesterday should have been a banker. Not a banker, but you, yeah, your smart money would have went there. Just I think because Livingston are so good at what they do, you know, they're yeah. difficult to play against. They make it hard for teams. They carry that attacking threat, um, and obviously Dundee United were were kind of. Rubbish. <laughs> I, 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 believe, I believe they were for the first hour. I heard the manager talking, so I believe they were. Do you want my only fact I've got from that game? Livingston, since United came back to the Premiership, the team that have taken the most points off Dundee United, 16 out of 21. Have they? Yeah. That's a really good start, isn't it? You might get promoted from intern one day. One of these days. One of these days. A girl can dream. Let's go back to Saturday then, and uh, let's start with your old team, uh, Aberdeen. 4 1 winners. Miofsky looks pretty decent, eh? He does, I think. His second goal is very good. You know, he, he makes that kind of unselfish run across the front post, and the, the ball kind of comes into that area. We, we see so many strikers wait in the middle, thinking, mm. "Oh, just play me the ball." But he he makes that run. I think I mean, you know, the defender and the, the goalkeeper make a bit of a no, yeah, exactly. You know, a pig's ear of it. But I think he it's oh, a great striker's run, and come he, he on. looks good. He was quicker than the goalkeeper. Give the goalkeeper some. I mean, I, I I mean thought, for me a defender needs to clear it I think it's a defender done. do you think the goalkeeper he, he, or defender should get there first I think the defender should but it looks like he might have got a shout to leave it from his goalkeeper so, and then he just Majowski just nips it so what you're saying is a former Aberdeen fullback you would have got there before um, the striker no I'd have blocked the cross <laughs> <laughs> Jake Aberdeen are in for a decent season I think so I think so I think they, they needed something like that game I know obviously St Miriam went down to 10 men but they were pretty poor and I think they, they needed that game to get the, the support behind them. Top six? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. They've, they've, they've well, it looks like they've recruited relatively well. Um, Ramadani looks decent. Majowski looks decent. Um, you know, the young guy came on. Oh, for Liverpool. <laughs> what a strike that is. He totally it's not, not bad. Hours, it's not so bad. they look like they've recruited well. Um, and I mean, a club the size of Aberdeen, they should be in the top six. So, the yeah, least. let me. I'm looking at your Wikipedia page, obviously, because I'm doing my research. So, <laughs> hey, were you actually an Elgin boy? You grew up in Elgin. I grew, uh, yeah. So, was, yeah, hey, do you support Elgin? You support Aberdeen or Inverness? Neither. Neither. No, I don't support any football team. Oh, get, I see oh, this when footballers do this. Right. As a youngster, I supported Rangers. Right, okay. Alright, so you're a Rangers fan? No, and then once I became a professional and signed for Aberdeen you then support Aberdeen and then you, you just Actually, support whatever no, no, club you no, move on see, see, with, see with who you support as a child mm-hmm. that's with you forever you, you don't lose that feeling I mean I, I, my, my, I love hearts and I was upset yesterday you never lose that feeling you might have a love for another football club like I love Liverpool 
right? And I've supported Liverpool thanks to Dalglish, Hansen, Sunas. I grew up in that era watching them. And for a that reason, Steve, a while back, yes, you cheeky get. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like Liverpool. They're, they're my team down south. But if you started off as a child supporting Rangers, you're a Rangers fan. Just admit it. There's nothing wrong no, about being I mean, a Rangers but, fan. But it's different for me than it is for you. No, it isn't. Well, football became my job. So when you so it's in my best interest to support the team that pay my wages. So no, you know you do you, your job. You imagine I go into a game against Rangers and I'm there as a Rangers fan playing for Aberdeen. That doesn't work. So, but you can admit it now because you're no longer playing professional football. No, but that's you what I'm can saying. admit now. As so, a, as okay, a, okay, as a child, okay. I was here's, a Rangers here's, fan. Here's the question, but not anymore. So, up to what age were you a Rangers fan? Fifteen. Right, so it's definitely in your blood. You're blue through and through. So if, if, if Rangers are playing Aberdeen tomorrow in the Scottish Cup final, who are you supporting? I'd want Aberdeen to win. Genuinely want Aberdeen to win. I'm so confused. It's like you, because you're a Hearts fan, but also you like Rangers too. I only so, like Rangers because it's Steven Gerrard, but he's no longer here. Yeah. But remember, I was. Yeah, I know I played for Rangers and I had some good times there, but I was at Aberdeen for over 10 okay. years. Okay, do you now support Aberdeen? Because of the stick you get from the Rangers fans, is that what it's about now? Ewan, if that is the way I based who I support on, I would support no team in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> the Aberdeen fans stick are... for most of them. <laughs> so what we're saying is you're an Aberdeen Rangers, Bristol City, Ross County, St Johnston, Partick Thistle fan. Correct. So and out of them all, which one are you least supportive of? Oh, good question. Probably Bristol City. Right. And the, the, the team in Scotland, do you least support? Out of the ones I've played for? Aye. Park Thistle, they just released me. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was literally trying to fight with the fans. So I think that, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what happened That's there. not um, synonymous with Park Thistle. That's there's been a few clubs. <laughs> I was going to say. Have you, hold on, have you had a few run-ins with fans over the years where you've actually squared up to them because of things that have said to you? No, not, not squared up. No, I mean, I've never really squared up to that guy. I've argued back with him plenty. Uh, right, let's move on to another former team. St. Johnson winning on Saturday as well. Stevie May popping up and again we're saying how good is it when you score a last minute equaliser to concede a last minute equaliser equaliser, then go up the park and score a last minute winner that's even better ah yeah that's brilliant Um, aye because St Johnson were by far the better team Um, should have won the game should have you know they're not renowned for scoring many goals Mm -hmm. But you thought they'd have held out. They give away a poor goal. Kind of unlucky. Hits Carey in the back and rolls in the net. Mm-hmm. And then to go up the pitch and, and score that one. I mean, I think that, you know, the celebrations were a little over the top. You know, it's the second game of the season. But it was think, a huge win, though. But I think it just shows you from where they've been the season they had last year. Yeah. I think, it, you know, it could be a huge step. That was, a reaction. that was a reaction not just to losing last week to Hibs but also the end of last season which was really really poor so I think it was just a relief Um, can I ask about Tommy your former manager at St Johnston yes you can (laughs) what you want to ask just how did you get on with him your thoughts we got on really well (laughs) (laughs) no we actually did we actually did get on really well I I heard rumours on the grapevine no we fell out I actually did get on well with him Um, I've spoke to him a few times since I've left you know we just we're very similar you know the two of us clashed argumentative won't back down mm-hmm. um, and obviously then I, I moved on but at that point I, I probably needed to move on from St Johnson anyway 
Um, but yeah, that was just a, it came to a head. But I've, like I say, I've spoken to him since, and I've got a lot of respect for him because I probably played some of my best football under Tommy. Oh. Motherwell looking for a new manager. Uh, maybe uh, might, they might be appointing someone as we speak. We have no idea. But any inside track on who's Motherwell manager? No. no you applied think, yourself? No. No. Would you apply for it? No, it's too early. I'm not. I'm not even kind of really started coaching much yet. So have you done your badges? I've done. My, I've got my A license. Yeah. So I want to. I wanted to be a coach and a manager, but. I'm not ready for that yet. Who, I need to go and kind of cut my teeth. Aye. Who was the best player on your A license course? Best player? Yeah. Who was there? Because sometimes you see it and you're like, oh, oh there's yeah. somebody who plays with Montrose and there's like, you know. Patrick Cliver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, Darren Fletcher turned up for the first day and then the last day. Right, okay. And I think he passed. What, by just turning up on those two days? No, I, I don't know if he was doing coaching down in England, but he was certainly there on the first day um, that we were there. Um, but he wasn't Are in you my suggesting group? that Dan and Fletcher got preferential treatment because he's a former Man United player and, and because Scotland you were a part captain. and Scotland captain because you got knee caps and you played with St Johnstone, you had to see it through from the start to the bitter end. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you know, the guy's played at Man United. He's worked with some of the best coaches in the world. I would have just given him the license on the first day. <laughs> hey, you don't need to come back, you've got it. Send any hassle. Uh, elsewhere, uh, another one of your former clubs, uh, Rangers, uh, beating Kilmarnock 2-0 on Saturday. Kolak getting off the mark as well and uh, Alfredo Morelos back fit and scoring. That's important ahead of the European tie as well. It is. I'm not sure... You know, I don't obviously don't know how 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 he feels, but I think he must have ruptured his thigh muscle. So you know, it's been four months, four, five months since he's been out. So it's probably not one to risk going back because you need Morelos for the whole season. There's no mm-hmm. point kind of rushing him back. So I know, you're, I know not play, get, you're not playing him in Europe. I'm I'm not starting him. You're not okay. No, but maybe can I what he done at the weekend? Come off the bench, maybe give him a little bit longer, depending on how the game's going. But I think it's too big an ask to start him um, just for the risk of re-injury. Yeah. Do you think they'll manage to overturn it? No. I think they'll score too, but I think Union will score. Do you think that they'll win the league? No. Celtic Celtic. or Hearts? I think Celtic have, for me, they've strengthened from a a position of strength. Mm -hmm. I think Rangers have strengthened as well, but I just think in in the games where teams are really stuffy and hard to play against, I think Celtic just... They've got a, a better knack of, of getting a result. They have but, the edge. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I could be wrong. They obviously they conceded Celtic on Saturday against Ross County. It was one-one with ten minutes to go, and then they pop up with a couple of goals, and they seem to just have the knack of doing that at the moment. Yeah, I mean, and you look at the quality of the goals as well. I think the Jota was was excellent. Three assists. He's no bad Jota. He's uh, no bad. By the way, can I just point out? See it one-one. Joe Hart makes a sensational save from yeah. a free kick with his left hand it's deflected he's got no right to save that if that goes in Celtic don't win that game that was an outstanding save that that got Celtic the three points yeah but that's you know that's what you need from a top goalkeeper and big saves at, at, at big moments and that was certainly one um, and then like I say they got up sco- uh, the pitch and scored two very very good goals best goalkeeper you played with played with uh-huh. Alan McGregor worst <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head I've played with a few (laughs) (laughs) I can try and narrow it down Can I ask a question Alan McGregor Is he as absolutely mental As he seems Yes Cool I I remember getting a tour Of uh, Murray Park uh, When Stephen Gerrard arrived We'd arranged it for somebody So I ended up going And I met Stephen Gerrard You arranged it for yourself I didn't arrange it for myself It was for somebody else So we went along And I went into Murray Park We met Stephen Gerrard And we went up to the canteen So was it you and like All the other like 12 year olds That wanted to meet Stephen Gerrard (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So it sounds like. 
Anyway. So we're heading up to the canteen. And before we even got to the canteen door, you heard McGregor before you even saw him. I mean, yes. He's, he's, he, a, he's a great he's a, guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a character and a half yeah, as Alan McGregor. Um, fantastic he, for a dressing room. As we say, he must be brilliant in a dressing room. Yeah. I mean, even when it's going... It's tough times. He must be great in that dressing room. Do you think he'll play much this season? Well, it doesn't look like he's, he's the number one, certainly. Which is strange to me because... It, you know, he was so impressive again last season. You know, you yeah. talk about big saves at big moments. How many did he have oh. in Europe? Um, you know, he was very much part of their of their run. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, he's. I don't know. They've obviously had a conversation, him and the manager, before he signed his new deal. And, and maybe that was it. You know, you're going to come in, you're going to be the number two. So. Or maybe they're just keeping him um, for the for the changing room. Maybe he's just like for the for the laugh. Aye, yes. Give him another year's the contract. Character, yeah. Uh, right, that rounds off the Premiership. Let's drop down into the Championship quickly. A uh, goalless between Arbroath and Inverness. Uh, so uh, two draws for both those sides. And uh, yeah, so I think there's going to be tons of draws in the Championship this season because it's all much a muchness, isn't it? Yeah, there's. I think I think probably Thistle Park, Thistle, Cali, and. Dundee obviously will be the yeah. the three the three best teams, but you see you know you see with like you say the results there's always it's always really competitive I think and no one really runs away with the title. I'm right in saying I think there was something like two or three draws last week, two or three draws this week as well. Yeah, there's no there's no team on maximum points after two games. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Uh, Cove uh, going down after uh, obviously winning last week, but um, they got beat by Morton on Saturday. So first win of the season for Morton as well. Jai Katongo, who's had loads of injury bother, uh, coming back and scoring the winner for Morton there. Uh, part of this, you mentioned, did you see the own goal? Did, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's so unlucky. I mean, that ball, you could do that a thousand times. Totally. Yeah. And not get it back in your own net. Have yeah. you scored an on goal in your career I've scored two against who I scored one at Ibrox while playing for Aberdeen and I scored one so um, you really showed you were a very good fan that day <laughs> uh, the likely story the likely story what surprised me there was the pause before you got to that <laughs> it's, it's a dramatic pause um, and then I scored one when I was at Bristol City against Leicester both. Who, who was playing with Leicester at that point? Was was like Vardy in that playing? No, or? Nugent, David Nugent. Was, right, okay. He, it was actually his fault that I scored the own goal. The right. cross came in and I thought, oh, yes, if I just get my body against him, we'll both miss the ball and I'll go out for a goal kick. And just as the ball comes, he just nudges me and I headed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Great goal, first start. <laughs> it was a great finish. <laughs> uh, Dundee getting off the mark, uh, beating Wraith Rovers uh, by a goal to nil after losing on the opening day to Partick Thistle. Wraith Rovers yet to pick up a point in the Championship. And then on Friday night, uh, Queen's Park were 2-0 up cruising Simon Murray Dom Thomas with the goals but then Area United coming roaring back winning 3-2 coming from two goals down to win 3-2 again we've mentioned a lot of things that are good in football that's just another one of them Ah, yeah, of course it is. Um, I actually watched their play St. Johnson, and they're actually good. Yeah. Um, Akinyemi up front looks like he'll be a right top player, um, especially in the championship, real handful. Um, and I was actually surprised that, that Queens, well, no disrespect to Queens, but I thought, you know, Air would win the game. Um, and then when I looked at the score, I thought, oh, how wrong can you be? But you know, fortunately for them, they came through and won at the end. Talking of hilarious score lines, Airdrie 4, Falkirk 0 at the weekend. Uh, Callum Gallagher with a couple of goals, Gabby McGill, uh, Salim Kudar, eight. Rounding it off as well. Falkirk having an absolute shocker f- so far this season. Why which are you is smiling, mate? I live in Falkirk, yeah. right? So they're my hometown, yeah. and I would like to move on. 
Okay, no, well, what's, that's the, fine. what's the next result? Uh, Dunfermline 3, FC Edinburgh 0. No, a you're cracking a, result. You're uh, a Dunfermline fan yeah. and you're going to gloat, but we've got things to do, so move on. No, that's fine. Uh, a couple of goals for Lewis McCann. Amazing. As well. uh, FC Edinburgh down to 10 men. Uh, just a special mention it was £18 to get in at Meadowbank, and all the Dunfermline fans were just behind a wee fence, and that, that's basically it. And they had the cheek to charge £18 for it, so there you are. What uh, would you. Would you have l- for eighteen pound, do you want like a proper like jail type? <laughs> no, I, you'd, you'd expect some form of terracing or oh, something okay. like that at least. Um, and then they ran out of burgers in the first half as well, so there are shocking conditions elsewhere. Um, Montrose nil, Queen of the South nil, and Kelly Hearts yet to get off the mark. So far, three one they were beaten by Aloha on Saturday, and Clyde two, Peterhead two. Finally, in League two, uh, Albion Rovers getting beat at home by Dumbarton. Now we'll be keeping a special eye on Albion Rovers this season because if you uh, if you remember Ewan Cameron you predicted them to either get relegated or win the league <laughs> so it's feast or famine when it comes to Albion Rovers and yet again it was famine on Saturday because they got beat 2-1 uh, Annan beating Stenhouse Muir with the same scoreline Bonnie Rigros what about this two games in the SPFL two wins and a thumping win on Saturday as well 3-0 against these five you know we always talk about the Lowland League and obviously there's a lot of teams putting a lot of money in as well as we all know Um <laughs> You know, Bonnie Rigg have come up and they're cruising so far. I mean, it won't be like that all season, but surely the, if they get off to a decent start, they won't be far away. Yeah, I think you you see that they they can offer decent wages you know, yeah. for the part-time level. So that kind of, I think Jim McAnally at Peterhead was talking about it, how he struggles to get players because the teams in the Lowland League are offering big money. And then when they get the chance to come up and get promoted, we've seen it for a couple of teams the last few years. Yeah. Cove, Kelty. You know, they're, they're, always, they're always well-backed. But they're all, you know, they can always hold their own, and those two obviously have, have kind have of you went on. Uh, any offers from the Lowland League? No, no, never. No, deemed not good enough. Probably <laughs> <laughs> too old or not good enough. <laughs> How, I think it's interesting though because you've obviously got teams like East Kilbride uh, you've got Spartans in there as well you've got Boness who are in the Lowland League and you've got the teams in the Highland League of course as well how different will Scottish football look in 10-15 years time because there's going to be a, probably a quite a churn yeah. of teams that have been in League 2 and probably League 1 at the moment who will find themselves in the Highland League or, or, the, or the Lowland League but I think you know you look at these teams in the Lowland League and stuff in, in the Highland League and they've got Ambition, you know, mm-hmm. the, and and to give them a route into the, the kind of the professional leagues is great. I think, and you know, these teams like you, you mentioned that if the teams drop out from League Two, then you know they've only not they've got themselves to blame, but you know you need to invest in your squad. You need to to to, to sign decent players, and if you don't, you run the risk of of kind of falling out the professional leagues. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Right, a couple of other results. Uh, four for two, Stranraer. Now that's four for one, uh, first win of the season, I should say. And Stirling Albion two, Elgin City two. So both teams yet to win there. Right, let's move on to if Scottish football where are our new feature on the show. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, last week's was very good. This week's was good as well. If Scottish football were royalty, for example, we had Stephen Kingsley. We had Connor Barron. I'm not sure Barron quite qualifies, but, you know, intern Callum put it on anyway. Some brilliant suggestions. Here are the pick of the bunch. Rangers. Rain. As in... Ray? R-E-I-G-N. Rain. Rain. Tenuous. That's, 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 that's not royal. Well, that's, that's yes, from, it well, no, you can it's not. Blame people, people reign over a yeah. country. So, of course, it's royalty. Oh, course, yeah. okay. Well, I thought you were meaning like a queen, 
a prince, a princess, a duke, a duchess, a duke, a, ba- a, a baron, a duke, a, a duke. A du- <laughs> <laughs> <Use> that? <laughs> Sorry, a duke. <laughs> anyway, you can blame Tivaldo who sent that. And hello to Ace Fairty, Andy Bank Halliday, because you get a bank holiday. Bank Halliday. Bank. Oh, Andy Halliday. Andy Halliday, yeah. Bank Halliday. That's, this is poor, by the uh, way. Leon King, Mark Laird, Brian McQueen, Ben Sterling Castle, David Templeton. Templeton. Yeah. Well, Temple. Uh, royalty might live in a temple. Charles Regal Cook, I think, is quite good. No, let's go, let's no. go back to David Templeton. That's, that's from Fuzzy Bear. Let's go back to David Templeton. Royalty live in a temple. Can well, I take this one, do. Stephen? Yeah. It's, we're not just thinking of. Buckingham Palace and British royalty. There's there's more than just British royalty. Expand your mind. So, yeah, exactly. so which are you which, saying? Are you which, uh, royalty live in a temple? The Sultan of Brunei. Correct. The Thai. No, the Thai. The Thai doesn't live in a temple. Go and Google that right now. Find right. out where the Sultan of Brunei lives. And if it says temple, then I'm going to buy you breakfast. Okay. Right. So you do that. It says temple. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just says it right there. I've checked it, mate. Yeah. Go and check that, Richard Foster, for me, please. Go and look over his shoulder. Yeah, just right there. He's buying all this breakfast. Just right there. No, he just lives in a big, huge palace in the United. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello to Bailey as well. Rory Delap. He goes into if Scottish football were, even though he's not played in Scottish football, because he's a long throne specialist. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Queen of Scott Allen. <laughs> uh, Princess Anne Budge. <laughs> uh, and uh, you could also have uh, Josh Windsor Ass. Windsor ass. Windsor. Windass. 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 Right, okay. That can was, we move on? Yeah, we can move on to next week's. So, we want your suggestions for if Scottish football were capital cities, you could have, for example, London Dykes. Straight <laughs> in there. Lewis Lisboa Morty. <laughs> if you're using the Portuguese spelling of Lisbon. Um, Christoph Canberra. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Brussels Latape. <laughs> That's my favourite. That's great. Brussels Latape is good. That's no getting beat. And That's former getting Dundee striker Juan Sara or Juan Sara Evo. <laughs> I thought it was quite good. So you can get your suggestions in on at Big Football Scott. We'll do that next Monday, okay? So if Scottish football were capital cities, what would they be? at Big Football Scott you can get in touch there on Twitter by the way we also have an Instagram just search for the Big Scottish Football Show and we're on Facebook as well you can give us a follow there so that's lovely and uh, yeah we'll move on to our second guest of the day we've already met Richard Foster obviously but now we caught up with Sky Sports pundit match of the day pundit and also all round good guy Micah Richards myself and you and had a chat with him hey Micah how you doing I'm fa- I-, I love the Scots you know that I love it you got you got them one of them voices that is just it's just prominent it's brilliant isn't Micah, do I turn you on? Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) You love a Scottish accent. Can I just say, and I'm not just saying this, we were offered the likes of Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher and Roy Keane, but we decided to go for you. We wanted to speak to you above all anybody else. That's a lie, isn't it? You're lying. Genuinely. I feel absolutely pleasure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I I mean, we're not going to lie. Roy Keane pulled out. So you were second on the list, all right? Well, listen, Micah, you are more than welcome to come to Scotland and buy you and Cameron dinner, okay? <laughs> While we've got you here, obviously Sky Sports, the home of the SPFL as well, just very quickly. Your mate Roy Keane, I mean, he was tipped for the Celtic job last year. You could have been up here all the time. 
I know, yeah. I pitched his kit man, didn't I? Do you know what I mean? But it didn't it didn't quite materialise. I was actually gutted, uh, because I'm more on a serious note. I just think he would make a great manager. Uh, he would need someone who's more modern to work with him alongside him. Uh, let, let's say, you know, someone who just come out the the dressing room like I have. But yeah, I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to lose him as well, you know, because he's so good on Sky, isn't he? He's, he's a main, he's a main man. Let's be honest. When you're on Saturday and Sunday, and you're thinking, ooh, flicking on, and the teams whoever's playing, you're looking for the pundits. Like you're thinking, who's who's gonna be on? Who's gonna be on? You're having your Sunday lunch, and as soon as you see Roy Keane, yeah, you just know you're gonna be in for a, a great show, aren't you? So, yeah, I'm I'm sort. It was sort of bittersweet, I suppose. But yeah, I'm glad he didn't go. If Roy Keane had got the Celtic job and he asked you to be his assistant, would you have done it? Um, if I could still do my punditry at the same time, or... Are I you c- telling me that you enjoy punditry over actually working in football <laughs> itself? Well, it depends. This, this lifestyle, this is, you know, big meats to call me. You know what I mean? I, talk, I like to talk in, <laughs> in, third, in third person some sometimes. But yeah, the lifestyle coming down to London on the weekend, you got your fancy dinners, you go out. I live in, I'm from a Yorkshire boy, so I live in Harrogate. <laughs> so during the week, you go, you, you know, you go back, you relax, and then you go to London for the weekend. I mean, Scotland's nice, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but it's not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, come on, Michael. Right, I'm going to do something just now. Uh, Ewan, can I ask you just to step out the room very, very quickly? Because yeah. I want to speak to Big Meeks myself, all right? So uh, I just want to do something. So Ewan's just heading out the room for the moment. Uh, now, we're just going to wrap this up in the next couple of seconds, Micah, but I'm going to bring Ewan back in. I'm going to ask a question, and your answer is going to be Dunfermline Athletic, okay? Can you remember that? Dunfermline. Dunfermline athlete. You've heard of Dunfermline. You know the football team. Of course, team yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so listen, I support Dunfermline. Yeah. So I'm going to bring you in back in just now. Okay. And uh, yeah, so just yeah, a couple of more questions, Micah, before we let you go. We honestly appreciate you giving us your time. It's obviously going to be a brilliant weekend in the Premier League. Um, during your playing days, though, Micah, did you ever have a chance to play in Scotland? And if, if you didn't, was there any one team that you would really, really like to play for? Definitely Dunfermline Athletic. It was unbelievable. I just the history that I have behind that <laughs> club is just I've been terrific. Yeah. <laughs> Dunfermline all the way, all the way. <laughs> I knew I loved you, Micah. What an answer, the pars, the black and white. That's what we're talking about. Wow. That's what we're talking about. Right, uh, listen, it's going to be a brilliant season. 128 games live on Sky Sports on the Premier League starting this weekend. It's going to be amazing. And before you go, Micah, let's get your predictions. Champions. Manchester City. Second place. Liverpool. Third place. Chelsea. Fourth. Spurs. Fifth place. Man United. No, 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 no. No, no, sorry, sorry. Fifth, Arsenal. Sixth, Man United. Yeah, Man United. Seventh. Are we going for the whole one? Are we going for the whole one? <laughs> <laughs> I only the top six teams. We've just seen how far we can go there. Uh, honestly, big makes Micah, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, all the best for the rest of the season. And next time you're up in Scotland, you're either due you and Cameron a meal or you're due us a meal, okay? Aye. When you walk <laughs> through the storm. <laughs> Come on, Mika. <laughs> And the rain. What's the word? (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, bud. Catch you later, mate. Cheers, you later, bye.
There he is, what a guy, Micah Richards, lovely guy, Ewan, wasn't he? Love him. Hope we get, can we get him back on the show at some point during the season? I don't think we've got the budget for that. No, when, he signs, <laughs> when he signs for Dunfermline, he can just jump oh, exactly. That's big, true. Big yeah. Dunfermline fan. Right, here we go, let's do this. That don't impress me right. So, last week we got tons of abuse, mostly directed <laughs> at Ewan Cameron, which this, was great. This is my favourite part of the show, can Same. I just add? Love this bit of the show, because it's punters having a wee bit of banter, we give it, and sometimes we've got to take it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well, in case you haven't noticed by now, it's not exactly a serious analysis podcast that no. we're doing. I think we've got Richard Foster here, of course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking that that's why you got me on, to deflect away the abuse from you. <laughs> <laughs> it is at Big Football Scott if you want to abuse Richard, of course. Uh, right, hello to John. He says, this is basically just an off-the-ball knockoff. That's oh, what he says. Yeah. we're better than off-the-ball, wouldn't you agree, Richard? More I bet you I bet more, you've had more, more fun. Relaxed, yeah, yeah, more, more relaxed. relaxed. Thank you, mate. Love that. So again, just so we can get a clean cut of this, Richard Foster, how would you describe our show in comparison to Off the Ball? Less informed but more relaxed. <laughs> What's <laughs> the name of the show? That's, that's, that's so perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, to be fair, if we're half as successful as Off the Ball, we'll be doing all right. We've done all right over the last. We're attracting a younger audience. Twenty-five years. Uh, right elsewhere, a painful listen as expected. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Cambello eighty-four. He's a Partick Thistle fan. He'll enjoy this episode as well. Uh, right, who else? I wonder have we got? if it's a Partick Thistle fan that he tried to fight. Last season, yeah, could have been him. His name's Campbell. Do you remember what he was? What he was called? Did you no, know him? I, I never asked his name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, for you and Cameron, you and Cameron is suffering from ass attention-seeking syndrome. <laughs> uh, Jack says, "Shut up, you specky loser." Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Scott says, "Continuing the Ewan bashing." <laughs> He's the kind of guy that farts in the car and keeps the windows up. <laughs> Ewan Cameron is a scud book I'd rather chop off my ears and listen to him and uh, I can't read the one out from Shane sorry pal right there we are it's isn't it? I'd rather chop off my ears than listen to him but I'm going to go to the trouble to tweet about it or send him a message know, and you just know that he's listening yeah 100% and he'll be delighted we're giving him a mention as well so if you're the kind of person to keep the windows up if you do a fart in the car no no what about when you're in bed Fairly disgusting. I don't day. have any windows in my bed. He's <laughs> 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 done you there, you. Yeah, it really has. You, 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 you really should think about these things, honestly. Right. Something happened on Saturday. See, before we move on to the wonderful Wizard of Foz, right? This is this is a precursor to that. Okay. What deodorant do you wear, Richard Foster? Uh, I think it's L'Oreal. L'Oreal, oh. The, the no. No, no aluminium. All right. Oh, no bad for some. I use L'Oreal <laughs> because I'm is worth it. it. The aluminium stained your white T-shirt. Uh, really? When it mixes with your sweat, yeah. That's why you get the stains. You have paint. learned something from being at Partick Thistle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the most Partick Thistle answer oh. I've ever heard in my life. The Is it made from bamboo or something? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the reason I ask is this. On Saturday night, I was um, with Stephen Mill. And when I go out, I take some deodorant with me, right? Because you never know when you're going to need it because you've been out all day working and then we're going out that night. That's some deodorant in my bag and a, a few fragrances. So I sprayed myself. He came out of the studio and he goes, Ewan, you got any deodorant with you? And I went, aye. And I threw him a can of deodorant and the deodorant was Lynx. And he screamed, are you 14? 
I mean, who still uses links? I, I'm not know. entirely sure what you're wanting from me here because I'm on his side. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but, no, but what is wrong with links? That's what I'm getting at here. I have worn links all my life, right? What is the problem? Producer Callum, please back me up here. Is there anything wrong with links? See the dark temptation. Oh, it's gorgeous, yeah. man. No, I actually agree with you. There's nothing wrong with links if you're prepubescent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Okay, move on then. Exactly. I was expecting some backing up there from Richard Foster. Okay, let's do the Wizard of Foz. Here we go. I've even got a bed and everything. Some music (laughs) in the background. So, what we're going to do is we need to, first off, compile some career comparisons between you and another guest today, Michael Richards. So, this is going to be good. This will be fun. Who has more international caps, Michael Richards or Richard Foster? Uh, you want me to answer? Yeah, yeah. I, that's well, it's a given, really. Uh, Michael Richards. How many caps do you think he got for England? Five or six. Five or six. What are you going for? Twelve. Thirteen. Not oh. bad. Not bad at all. Who has more top-flight goals in their career? Oh, that's a good one. So obviously, Premier League for him, Scottish Premiership for Richard. Who's got more? How many me. did you score in the top flight? Ten. Right. You're going 10? Oh, I'm going to go... He was our marauding right back. I'm going to go 14. I can tell you that Richard Foster has won this one. Oh, wow. Well done, you. Richards. Only seven. Seven. Uh, top flight titles. Who has more? Richard Foster or Micah Richards? Oh, I've well, only got one. Well, Micah Richards, was he not part of the squad with Mancini when they won the league when Aguero scored? Is that the only one yeah, he won? He must have been. So, same. Draw. Draw draws the correct answer. Draws the right well answer. done. Yeah. Next one. Seasons in the top flight played. Played. Seasons in the top flight. Throughout the career. Throughout their career. How many games in total in the top flight did you play? I don't know. Aye, but it's, 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 it's in terms of seasons, not in terms of actual appearances. Oh, seasons. Yeah, sorry. I should have made that clear. Seasons. This must be close then. Because he went to Villa, didn't he? Did he know it was yeah. in Villa and then Man City? Yep. Yeah. I think he played for Fiorentino yeah. as well. I right? think he'll we, just beat me. Right. Okay, I can tell you that Richard Foster beats Micah Richards. Oh wow, fifteen to eleven. Because wow. he's actually he's only thirty four. Like so, he retired when he was like twenty nine or something right. like that. So what was that then for seasons in the top flight? Fifteen eleven. Yeah, fifteen eleven. Wow. Yeah. So okay. uh, right, oh, a couple of ones. Uh, Instagram and Twitter followers combined. Who has more, Micah Richards or Richard Foster? Micah Richards must be something like two million or something. No, he beats me hands down. It's close. Um, you've got 9,000 and Micah Richards has 1.16 million. So there we are. And finally, who has more famous wives? Micah Richards or Richard Foster? I, I don't know who he's married to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Richard Foster wins hands down on that one. Right, Can I ask so- you, what's it like being in a, a, a marriage with somebody famous? What's that like? Because you're famous in your own right for being a professional footballer and people will recognise you, not just because you're a professional footballer, but you're also a pundit. So you're very much on screen a lot, you're on the radio a lot, but then you've got your wife who's just as famous, if not more famous. Oh, she, she's way more famous right. than I am. But I'm talking about just generally speaking, is, is it a difficult situation you find yourselves in? No, not at all. It's, you kind of have a, both of you have an appreciation for what it's like to be Understanding. And it, yeah, you kind of, you know, if now typically... People don't tend to come up to me. Well, they, do, they probably do more so now and they'll, they'll kind of chat away to you. But, you know, Amy gets more attention than I do, but you kind of have an appreciation of what it's like 
for her to be in that position or for me to be in that position. So you've become Amy McDonald's official photographer for the fans. <laughs> so when the fans right. want a picture... I'm, I'm now primarily known as Amy McDonald's husband. <laughs> I don't even get my first name. But, but the thing is, though, you're right, probably in Scotland also, Amy's very famous in Scotland, but, you know, people will know you because they'll see you on sports scene and obviously you've had a high-profile career as well. But then, you know, Amy's famous in Europe and around the world yes. as well, so people will recognise her there, So and you're just the photographer. And what's your favourite Amy McDonald's song? My favourite one was always Run. Run. First album. That was. Um, Name five Amy McDonald songs. Really? <laughs> I mean, oh, come on. The, okay, name two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it difficult for you. Right, Ewan, you've got some quick fire questions there for Richard that you're going to go through. So yes. on you go. So, Richard Foster, have I ever. Quick fire, you ready? Mm-hmm. Have you ever skinny dipped? No. Thrown a sickie? What, when you're playing? Right. You throw a sickie when you're playing? I was hungover. <laughs> what happened? Well, well I, I was trying. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, but... Where were you? Who are you playing with? I'm not telling you. That's unprofessional. <laughs> but you threw a sickie? Once, yeah. Was it during pre-season or something? Or was it actually yeah, pre-season? It was, it was like the Monday, I haven't have played a game on the Saturday, so... Oh, you're you know, better. You're not really right. doing much anyway, so... <laughs> so I was hanging... Right. Okay. You were hanging, okay. Yeah. Was it th- uh, the point of your career where it was quite early on? No, I should have known better. Aberdeen, Richard, I'll just let you know very quickly. He doesn't understand what the term quick fire means. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But see, when you throw a sickie when you're a professional footballer, you really want to know when that was. Yeah, what good. game are you missing? <laughs> uh, smoked a joint? No. Sang in public? No. Well, karaoke count. Yeah, of course yeah, it does. What's your karaoke song? I don't have one. But I've just been forced to do that a couple okay. of times. Sent nudes? No. <laughs> paid for adult content? No. We've all done that. I've never paid. I have. <laughs> You've never paid. Come on, you. I don't need to pay. <laughs> I paid for it once in Lithuania. The, the telly bit. All uh, right. <laughs> Why did you volunteer that? And divorced. No, it's out there. It's out there in the public. Um, Alan Ruff let it slip. <laughs> Sorry, what are we talking about? Were you with him? <laughs> Paying for adult you content. You were sat in a room with Alan Ruff watching porn. That's one of the most grotesque images <laughs> I think I can ever think of. Am I allowed to tell this story? I'm going to tell the story anyway. Aye, right, go for it. Right. So... I was working on the Real Radio football phone. I was working phone. on the Real Radio. <laughs> the phone in and it was really buggy. And folk used to phone in. And aye. it was really broad. And that. Aye. 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 Do you want to tell the story for me? No, Nico. No, no. On the Real Radio. It doesn't exist anymore. It was that good. Uh-huh. So we were in Lithuania for the Scotland game. It was the, the game that Jackie McNamara gave away the penalty. We lost 1-0 oh, on the God, night. Yeah, we were in Vilnius. Match, yeah. So we were there for three days. The game was on the Wednesday. So we arrived on the Monday. And we were actually hosting the Real Radio football phone in from our bedroom in the hotel. So we thought for a laugh, what would be really good is that we would buy the adult channel and then whatever was on the screen, we had to find a way to get that what was happening on the screen into a football analogy to describe the Scotland game that was coming, <laughs> coming up on Wednesday. And I'm not going to go into any of the analogies that were put out there, but anyone who may remember that night in Lithuania and why me and Ruffy were in fits of laughter, it was because we were watching the adult channel and Ruffy was tasked with finding ways of oh, I was like, he slipped that one through lovely <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he, he got the cross in and <laughs> anyway so you, you get that so I, that, I, that's, I get that's the only time I've paid for it right so next question um, <laughs> have you ever ridden a horse no 
What would you like to? No. I live near stables. I don't I, care. They're I, huge. By the way, horses are funny because they're actually like big dogs, and I know that sounds like a ridiculous thing to say. So, and you saw them just like horses. <laughs> no, but in terms of like they've got a name, obviously. So just say the horse was called Richard, you'd be like Richard, come on, pal, and then he'd come across, and like they actually respond to the names and all the rest of it. Do Honestly, they? they do. They absolutely well, do. Well, I knew a horse called Salt and Pepper, and at no point when I shouted Salt and Pepper did it come running to me. Aye, but you obviously don't have a bond with a horse. You Probably not. Have you ever? clogged a toilet no I've had to declog a toilet I don't want to ask who that was Tommy Wright no <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Wright and uh, you ever stolen something yes <gasps> what just like a, a Mars bar when I was a kid oh yeah, yeah. yeah anyway that was all have I ever yeah <laughs> okay right let's uh, round <laughs> off with some uh, let's round off with some uh, far flung footballers so uh, we asked you last week because it was Rory McAllister's got away on holiday in September and that's why he's away from Cove so have you met any footballers on holiday uh, loads of you got in touch I met Deco at Disneyland Paris who <laughs> Deco oh Deco we played with Polo in Chelsea Barcelona yeah. um, uh, it was a November morning in 2004 so that's from Scotch as well I met Patrick Cliver on holiday while skiing in France and Absolutely, you're not the man. Nice. There he is. Uh, he also got Alan Moore at uh, the Encanto Hotel in Ibiza in 1998. I've met Alan Moore a few times, and that would have been that would have been wild. Uh, met Ronaldo in Largs in 2004. No, you didn't. You absolutely didn't. You're a liar. Uh, hello to Stephen as well. Uh, Dimitri Payet at Atlantis Water Park in Dubai. Robbie Fowler at wait, Islands wait, wait, wait. of Adventure in Florida. Did Dimitri Payet get on the ride? He's a very small man. Yeah, he's a very small so, man. Do you get on the rides all right, Richard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're tall enough? Yeah. A kind of average height for a male in Britain. Like five feet ten. Yeah. <laughs> I met John Barnes at a water park in Menorca 20 years ago. So there's a water park theme. Footballers, no. do you, is that a thing? Footballers are they into their water parks? Their water park, <laughs> any flumes? <laughs> Seems to be a wee bit of a. Are you into flumes? Uh, there's someday meeting uh, Giorgio Samaras at Disneyland. Oh, there's even a picture. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's from John C there as well. And somebody clearly didn't get the, get the brief here because they're like, I met Rick Parfit. Status quo. <laughs> RIP, absolute gentleman. <laughs> So, some cross wires there. I so. met Neil Lennon on holiday when I was going to London. All right, okay. So I was flying down to London, and Neil Lennon was on my flight, and I was going to City Airport, and uh, we're spending a weekend on London. Cat was with me at the time, who I worked with on the breakfast show. And um, no, who so, Cat is? You know who Cat is, yeah. So we were sat. Neil Lennon walked past us, but I didn't say anything to him. He was manager of Celtic at the time, and I'd got a good relationship with him but I didn't want to go hey Neil and stop him he was walking to his seat and cause a bit of a, a scene and people go well that's Neil Lennon so he went sat down in his seat with three seats back from where where, where Kat and I are so you take off you put your, your phone on airplane mode and uh, we arrive in London City Airport and the first thing you do when you land is you put your phone back on you take off airplane mode so you're just waiting for it to kick in, 4G to kick in. And then all of a sudden it was beep 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 breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Neil Lennon has left Celtic by mutual consent. And I'm like, to cat, look at that. Right? So I'm saying, stay in the seat, wait for Neil Lennon to walk past. So um, everyone else gets off the flight. Neil Lennon goes to walk past. I went, Neil, how are you doing? I went, I'm fine. Shook his hand. I went, look at that. I showed him the screen on my phone. And he went, ah, oh, for sake it's you <laughs> it had to be you and then I got an interview with them in the luggage area Amy and I were in the same hotel as the Brazil team in Florida I think That's they were doing cool. a bit of 
must have been doing kind of training. What, what sort of players are we talking about this time? Uh, Marcelo. Oh, the recent lot more, lads. More, yeah, kind of within the last. When would that have been? What Neymar and people like that? Years ago, yeah. Aye. Um, and actually, <laughs> they walked around the corner just as Amy and I had finished off a race down. It was a hotel with big, huge, wide corridors. So Amy's like, "Oh, but I'm quicker than you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. I have one thing in my career and it's pace. <laughs> Do not try and take that away from me. Let's have a race. So we like raced down the corridor and then the next second the, the entire Brazil squad walked around. The and then you went, I'm the Scottish Cafu. <laughs> <laughs> also, Stephen Gerrard on a flight back from Dubai. He was sitting just in front of us. Did you speak to him? I did, yeah. Did you kiss him? No. Did you ask for his autograph? No. Did you get a selfie? No. Did you sit on his knee? No. Did you pat him on the head? No. Did you say, nice to meet you? Yes. Did you say, I'll see you at the water park soon? You know, just, just for your information, that's quickfire. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much you can talk about this, uh, Richie. You're so you have another big life event, another career move that's coming up soon. I believe uh, people were talking about it the weekend, so uh, you're moving to the States. I am, yes. Um, uh, as a player coach, for Detroit FC nice um, more a coach though I <laughs> <laughs> oh yes so Detroit FC I'm right in saying they're not in the MLS it's the one below the MLS yes, the USL so you can, but you can't get promoted or anything no like no that. it's it's, but, and they're also kind of different companies right okay so I think while some of the MLS teams have like B teams who play in the UL, USL it's not you know they're, they're different entities almost so right, I think okay. you know the, the plan for the USL is just try and grow over the next few years leading up towards the World Cup obviously obviously yeah in what, four years time or whatever it is is Amy gone with you? no I'm taking her out on the 20th you know that uh, you already told me that uh, I so already I, warned you I warned you already be prepared no yeah I know but I'm just saying she's in good hands don't you worry about her make sure she's alright uh, well all the best uh, Richard because it's, uh, it's obviously a big move and I, I think like the States is good I've never been to Detroit um, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's a, a brilliant city well, by the way fair play to you I mean to go to the States and uh, start your coaching career there because it's stepping stones isn't it yeah. that's what it is gaining experience doing something different different culture different way of working that'll only help you in the long term well that's that's part of the, the reason for going I think it's so it will also be nice to kind of start the coaching out with the, the Scottish public eye you know, ah, just totally. allow me to try and develop as a coach because like I said I could go over there and be a terrible coach and then but at least then I know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and yeah. there's not been many headlines about it or nobody's really talking exactly. about it yeah. you could do punditry across there you could start talking about soccer and the offence and the defence yeah, well, I mean the accent I have now is not the one I grew up with in Elgin obviously because <sighs> it's completely different so when I go to Detroit I'm definitely going to come back with an American accent By or, the way, or a I hybrid hybrid American I'm exactly the same so I've lived in Glasgow for like a decade now but when I go back to Dunfermline they're like what are you talking like a Ouija for (laughs) and then when I come back through here they're like god I've have you been just like absorbing Fife over the weekend or something like that? That's um, also the only time Dunfermline will ever be compared to Detroit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Can I ask quickly, because if I want to go for a new job, I like going to Indeed.com and type the word producer or trainee, and that's how I find one. How do you get a job at was, Detroit FC? Um, very luckily. Um, I know the, the, the guy who's the head coach and also the general manager... I met him on my A-licence, you know, the SFA yeah. licence So I um, met him, stayed in touch with him, kind of helped him out with a few things, can, just, you know, the computerised stuff. And I'm, now I'm not any good at it, but I was slightly better than he was. And there's loads of assignments you need to do. So I helped him out and, and we st- stayed in touch. And then he got that job a few years back and it's kind of always hinted at me going across. But I think he his vision is that he kind of steps up the way 
and just becomes a general manager, and then I maybe take over. Yeah. yeah but that's only if I'm any good at it. I mean, and, I to, th- and to think if Darren Fletcher stuck at it for the entire, you know what I mean, three months. Could have been him. It could have been him. Instead of being an ambassador for Man United, exactly. Been a coach for Detroit. So. Yeah. Oh, well, at least at least uh, you know if we're ever in Detroit, we can swing by and we can uh, we can have a night out in Detroit. I'm sure it would be amazing. Would so. you put us up? Well, I don't oh, know yeah, where I'm staying. Yet. I was going to say where you staying. Did, so they're putting me up in a flat, but it could be I could be in with someone like one of the other players or one of the other coaches. Right, I don't okay. know at the moment. So if we were to fly over, you can put us up. No, you could pay for a hotel. No, but look, that saves us money. Then if we just get a flight, we don't have to worry about accommodation. That means we can fly out and hang out with you for a couple of weeks. Well, no, you can a couple of weeks. <laughs> you meant like over the weekend or something I'm now just on uh, booking.com looking at hotels in Detroit so what will we say when will we go pick a weekend um, I think sometime like in March time next March well that'll be just at, that'll be just at the start of next season even oh, better perfect. so you can get some tickets for games as well right, so you well. get tickets for games and you put us up right okay, okay and so. you feed us and you water us and, and you bathe us <laughs> so, and you wash our clothes <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll search a hotel room so two adults uh, definitely two oh, rooms guys, no bother I'm not coming no. <laughs> just the two rooms no, there's two rooms three adults you two can share oh, right, you okay. two can share uh, that's, that, that's fair enough right? I'll top and tail I'm not, I've got no hassle with that I do have a hassle I j- actually saying that though, I don't want your stinking feet in my face I just put them a link so you'll be fine uh, exactly <laughs> you've, you've always got the links for you so that's alright um, have, like, so have you got horrible feet after all the years of Kicking a football, yes, yeah, ugly feet. My, my left foot is—I've got a bunion on my left oh. foot, which is particularly disgusting. Does Amy force you to wear socks all the time? No, not really. Her no. feet are not great either. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive, an exclusive. Although, well, there's a there's a there's a Wikipedia page of Amy's feet. Is there? Well, you can judge them. Well, no, no, the people put photos of her feet. No way. I, I like how you're telling you in that when he's the one that set it up. So <laughs> I didn't set it up. I would not do it. So any picture she has where she's got like her feet out, someone collates this and puts it on a wikifeet. Oh my god! Genuinely, how did... creepy and weird is that? So can you just type in famous people when it comes up with pictures of their feet? There's your wife's feet. Uh, (laughs) That's her face. (laughs) (laughs) Easy mix There's her feet. Yeah, there we go. By the way, how weird are people? Very. I mean, I know we've all got our kinks and all that, but I'm not any feet. Are you any feet? Not particularly, no. no. Uh, Intern Callum? No. No. Stephen? No. Uh, no. I've just gone on WikiFeet on a works computer, so um, that's that's almost certainly a disciplinary. So, uh, Richard, in all seriousness, all the best. All it all goes well for you you. in the States. And as you said, taking a wee punt, like, you know, not doing the normal thing, I think is cool. So, uh, best of luck to you. Hope it goes well. And uh, finally, we'll round off Ask Us Anything. So, you can ask us on at BigFootballScott. That is our Twitter feed. You can tweet us there. Any of your questions. We've had a question in from Mr. R. Foster. Can you please, for the love of God, you and leave my wife alone? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hello to Joe in Dunfermline. Question for me Can you please remind me of the Falkirk score at the weekend? Yes, I absolutely can. It was Airdrie 4, Falkirk 0. So there we are. That is it for this week. And we'll be back next week. Richard Foster, thanks very much for being on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. And we'll speak to you again soon, I'm sure. Uh, Well, hopefully not Ewan, because uh, I mean, nobody likes to hear from Ewan, basically. see you in Detroit I'll bring Amy with me as well (laughs) exactly so that's it for today remember to subscribe via your regular podcast provider for new episodes every single Monday it's bye from me Stephen Mill bye from him Ewan Cameron bye from Richard Foster as well thanks to Mika Richards for being on the show and we will speak to you next week on the big Scottish football podcast